I got a shirt on today. What did I just do? <laughs> what did you do? Dude, I tried to log into my Skype, or when I logged into my Skype today, I, it, it wouldn't log in. I'm like, what the f- what the hell? And it's like, you have to go to account.live, whatever, you know, Skype, like, actually go through the browser. And I went through the browser, and I get there, and they're like, yeah, we've locked your account because you've, you have violated our terms. I'm like, I've used Skype once. <laughs> <laughs> it already knows you, Jesse. That's, that's what I told them. I said, they know you. <laughs> Uh, hold up. Can you hear me? Yeah. Now better right. with the mics, sir. Yeah, well, I wasn't, you know, set up there. This thing picks up fucking really, really well. All right, Jesse, should we show off our pants together? What? What do you mean, show off your pants? Dave, don't, don't do, don't ever do that again. Wow. Yeah, I don't like pants, so I, I changed into shorts. So. Oh, so I can take off my pants? I'm I'm all for a pantsless union. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, this has run its course. Thank you. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm gone. He's like, I have Pornhub Premium to get back to. No, they want a credit card, and I refuse to give them the credit card. Oh yeah, because it's only it's only one free month. That's that's yeah. well, you know, I don't think it's free if they need your if they require your information. It, that's what I. Figured. That's how they hook you. Okay. Yeah, it, they like, should just like, open up we'll, the gates. We'll just start billing you the second month. It's like, yeah. yeah, and then you'll make it impossible for me to fucking cancel it because I'll be like, look at all this awesome content. <laughs> yeah, it's free the first month, but you have to remember to shut it off the second month like anybody's going to do that while they're knee-deep in porn. Your beard got so long. Well, I haven't been out for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't left the house in 46 years. I feel like oh. you and I right now look like Robin Williams when he came out of Jumanji. <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> Except our hair on top is short. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but mine wasn't as of yesterday. <laughs> or until yesterday. I got it cut right before. So my, my beard then is like one week when he's in Jumanji, and then this actually took like a month to grow. That took you a <laughs> month to grow that? And look how patchy it is. Jesus Christ. Did you just like get rid of all your testosterone? It's just gone? Dude, I, I can't grow like armpit hair. I don't know what the you, fuck it is. There's too much. The estrogen in your house is overrunning your facial hair. <laughs> get it. Well, here you go, Dave. I got something for you. Right there. There you go. Oh, can I add filters? I, I don't think you can add filters, but you have, you see the little heart icon in the bottom right of your corner of your screen? Do you know I don't? <laughs> Never mind. I give up. I'm not, I'm not bothering explaining I anything. Stop. Got it. Um, so I can see you. That's like, yeah, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. I think we're good. <laughs> I think I think this no. shit's gonna last a while too. Yeah, they're, well, they're now they're saying eighteen to twenty-four months before anything even starts to revert back to normal status. Eighteen so to twenty-four. Yeah, dude. Did you watch that TED two clip I sent you? <laughs> no, I was. Dude, just watch it. Just watch it now. It's like will... fucking two minutes. I what will watch. That? Which one? Which part? So weird. Did you actually send the, uh, me the clip, or did you just say yeah. you should watch this? No, it's the it's the actual clip. It's the segment. Where did you send it to me? Uh, text message. I think to you <laughs> and Gazo, actually. Oh no. Y- yes. No, I'm saying if somebody sends me a video and text message, I never watch them. <laughs> yeah, that's so. <clears throat> if it goes through like Facebook Messenger, then I get it on my computer and I'll watch it on there. But that's about oh. it. There, I sent the clip to both of you. I'm going to have plenty of time during this quarantine to watch fucking Dead Do, so. Jesse, will you be my Thunder Buddy? No, we're too far away. Damn it. Yeah, you can't, can't be, be Thunder Buddy. Close to each other to be a Thunder Buddy. 
You do. You need to be able to share a pillow to be a Thunder Buddy. How would you know? You haven't even watched the film. I've watched Ted. I haven't watched Ted 2. Oh, is, is it? Oh, that isn't Ted 1. Ted is, is the Thunder Buddy. Thunder Buddy's on that one. Yeah. Ted, I mean, I don't, I don't know if Ted 2 has Get your well, references straight, Munson. I apologize. <laughs> First, you haven't watched Goddamn Godfather. Then you don't know who. All right. Did we, did we go over my Godfather experience? No, but we should. Hold on. Let me get this thing started. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back. It is Saturday, April 4th, 2020. Hey, look, I knew the date this time. And you are listening to the absolute okay show on the interwebs. Uh, I'm joined this week, actually, by two co-hosts, Dave Munson and Jesse Frandrup. How are you doing, guys? Good. Can't complain. Are you sure? There was a little delay there. <laughs> Good complain. <laughs> I mean, there's lots of complaints. I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old in a house with me 24-7. So, you know, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, we've just uh, discussed your estrogen issues. Yeah, and I, I have cats in my house, so they're just the worst. The, the dog's down here with me again this week, but I removed the squeaky ball. So <laughs> there is no squeaky ball. Last week with, with Jesse and I recording, I did the dog just wasn't down here at all, but... Um, yeah, he's down. He's a little upset with me, though. He's just sitting in his bed, kind of like glaring up at me like, you son of a bitch. What did you do? Let's see. So we got some things to cover today. Well, first, over this last week, I know a lot of shit's been going on for everybody. So let's just kind of go around the room. So, Dave, how was your week? What was going on? Anything new? Anything fun? Yeah, I mean, my family's getting used to the idea of both me and my wife working from home. And the girls being in the same house. And so lots of drama um, and lots of figuring out exactly what we're going to do and stuff like that. Um, it, it's going well. I mean, I got my, I think I got my work figured out now so I can finally work. And I'm, you know, at least we're working, right? I mean, that's <laughs> right. So I, I'm blessed in that aspect of it. And so I'm kind of looking at the, trying to remind myself in those stressful day, times when my kids are driving me up the wall. It's like, so it's, no, it's a good week. It's been, different but we'll i'm I'm only what two weeks in so we'll see okay give me one second are those the sony golds i don't think you can hear you yet no we can't hear him you got no audio dave can you hear me now i can are those the golds yeah oh i love these things i just fixed i had a second pair that i just fixed actually i had the black ones and i snapped them right at the top of the is there hinge there no, there's no hinges. This is all one solid piece. And they're actually really flexible. Like, they got videos of people online, like, taking them by the headphones and just twisting and, like, pulling them out. And they're really flexible. I just have a big fucking head. <laughs> um, so what okay. I actually did was I took... We had our old pair of Turtle Beaches, the PX24s or whatever. Um, that was my secondary pair. And Liza had one and I had one. And hers broke. So I took the metal piece from there and just reinforced that... And now they're fucking amazing, dude. <laughs> no, I actually like used epoxy and everything to fucking seal it back together. I got time on my hands right now, okay? <laughs> my daughter broke my headset, so I, I just ordered an upgraded version of the Turtle Beach I already had. But I was looking at the Sony Golds and thinking about them. it. I, I Where's the microphone? See, I don't it's like right. that. I need, it, I need it to come. No, it, it, it sounds amazing. Like, the, you don't... I think you just project better than most. 
No. I, I, so Rudy, Rudy has the Sony Golds. Kazo has the Sony Golds. Unit has the Sony Golds. All of, all of us have the Sony Golds. You're the only one that has an actual boom. Actually, no. Rudy has a boom mic now, too, because his, his Golds, I don't know if he sold them or something happened with he's, his Golds. He's or his probably rocking them. earbuds. Yeah. No, he's, he's probably he the has, one that came with the, the PlayStation. No, he told me. Actually, Kevin uses that because since he can only hear it out of one ear, which it surprisingly sounds decent. Mav so, only uses the one ear. Yeah, yeah. Well, he really? only he can only he's deaf in one one ear. Dude, so. me and him have been getting really good playing duo on Call of Duty. Yeah, we got a second yesterday, and we were pretty proud of it. Just the yeah. two of us, just wiping teams, <laughs> wiping nice. three man teams. It was fun. Nice. Yeah, my uh, she snapped the fucking earpiece off. The oh, side that's what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and because she grabs it. Hold on a second. I want to keep rolling. So you guys do your thing, talk about your week, and then I'll come back. Maybe we'll talk about Godfather. You go ahead and do your thing. Yeah, go ahead and do your thing, and then I can be surprised by it later. <laughs> so he said, you haven't seen Godfather, and he will, I know, be upset with my experience of Godfather because I've technically seen Godfather, yeah. but I haven't seen Godfather the way you're supposed to see Godfather. So... Back in high school, one of our teachers decided that she was going to show us Godfather and have us watch all the Godfather, like all the movies. But she went and somehow found um, the Godfather movies all squished into one movie and put in chronological order. Oh. <laughs> and it did not cuz it ju- it does the bounce it does the bounce right like it bounces between like allegedly wow that's my <laughs> experience with the the godfather and i know i'd probably be better with his reaction to it <laughs> cuz he actually has seen the movie he's oh he even took off his headphones so he couldn't even hear he you went, he went and made lunch what none of this is usable what? you just went and made lunch i didn't know we were having dinner together listen I had very little time. Liza's in the hospital. I had to bring her down there today. Mm-hmm. Um, she doing okay? Can she um, see? She can see a little better than she could the other day. Um, but they had to give her like an insanely high dose of prednisone um, because they didn't want to keep her in with doing an infusion in the hospital. Um, sorry, I just ran up and down the stairs, and I was trying to hold my <laughs> breath so I wouldn't like. I was trying to hold my breath so I wouldn't like <laughs> like get in the background noise. It's not advisable when you're 360 pounds. <laughs> it's um, not advisable at 2:30 where I am. That's the last time I checked. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I think I think I'm down to 345 now. I've been, I'm down two pant sizes to. The, I'm down to the point where I need a new belt because my pants I can't tighten them anymore. They're falling off. God, that'd be nice. So it's a old good problem clothes, to have. But old clothes still. still fit instead of oh my god, I'm squeezed into them. I don't know. I'm not going to a goddamn clothing store anytime during this pandemic. So I'm just gonna end up. I'm gonna look like like. Like Tom Hanks on fucking Castaway at the end of this shit. I don't know. I'm not gonna know what the fuck's. Happening. I'm just gonna have like a bag around my waist, this shit tying rope around to make sure that everything stays up. I don't fucking. I'll just be wearing Liza's pants. I don't. I don't know what's happening anymore. I was kicking around the other night under the covers, and Jenny's like, "What the hell are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm taking off my underwear." She's like, "Why?" I'm like, "They're too fucking tight." Because why? Who the fuck sleeps in their underwear? What's wrong with you people? You gotta let it flow wrong with you people too bouncy all right so i <laughs> <laughs> yeah I so telling... tell me this godfather story i was telling him you've seen 
Godfather the way it's meant to be presented. Oh, yes. Never mind. I know what you're talking about now. We did talk about this last week. Okay. So you don't want me to go through it? Oh, no. Definitely. Did you did you tell him already? Oh, he did. I told yeah. him, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Does that that's, like around? that, your, your teacher is, is psychotic. I said this last <laughs> week, but I'm going to say it again. Your teacher's psychotic. Nobody walk, fucking watches Godfather in in chronological order. Like, that doesn't make sense. You watch it how it's put out there. It's there for a reason that way. I watched it that way. Yeah, because your teacher's a psycho. (laughs) She was a nice lady. She's a sociopath. (laughs) Right. Um, You guys seen Memento? No. No. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, you guys at home can't see my surprise there. (laughs) Dave is shocked by the fact that neither one of us actually watch real, like, decent movies, apparently. No, yeah. He shouldn't be shocked. I tell him all the time that his stamp of approval is garbage. It's true. Um, I think it has to do with Jesse's Jesse's views on things are garbage, but that's that's besides the point. Um, so Memento was a gloriously fucked up <clears throat> movie. Basically, the whole point of Memento is that he had he got his family got killed and he got into some accident or whatever. Something happened where. Um, spoiler alert: We haven't seen it. It doesn't matter. So. <laughs> I've seen this movie 600 times and I still don't have a fucking clue what's happening. Oh yeah, I'm going to get real into that. Basically how the movie's set is because of his memory issues. Throughout the entire movie, the movie is shot from basically end to beginning in like 5 minute increments because he keeps he only can retain that much memory, so he starts like tattooing himself to, like he started leaving himself notes to remember things, but then that wasn't working, so he started tattooing the shit on himself to try to remember things. And basically, he's trying to figure out who killed his wife or his family or wife and kid. I can't fucking remember. It's been a while. But in the director's cut or on the DVD at the time, they had where you could watch the whole movie in order, and it was just it was just horrible. It should never have happened that way. Like that shouldn't even be an option because it completely ruined the fucking movie. Did you oh, watch so you, it? That you way? Watch it. Yeah, okay, well, okay, so this is high school. We got really, really stoned and then watched it that way, which probably is probably the only thing that saved the actual movie for me. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I have to say, I did hear that Memento is actually a good movie. I just don't care. It is. It's Well, and it's past its prime, too. I don't know. It was, just... it was very catchy for the time. Like, it was... The gimmick was cool at the time, but... Now it's been kind of redone and mimicked and, you know, but at the time it was good. So I have no, I should rewatch it again and see if it's even any good anymore, but. <laughs> he'll, he'll watch it tonight and they report back to us like, uh, fuck it. Don't, don't watch it guys. Yeah. Yeah. You I tried to. still won't it. understand it. No, I won't. <laughs> I want to have a goddamn clue about it. Um, all right. Well, we got some things to cover this week. Got a decent list of things to cover. Some of them are just going to be quick mentions, but... All right, Loki, you're going to have to go upstairs, man. You're going to be an <laughs> asshole. All right. There's no squeaking, but he's still fucking whining. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? You can't have an animal in the room with you. Well, he's fine until I brought the food down, and then you know what I'm going to have to do? Hold on. Now you're eating Cheerios? Didn't you bring, no, like, a chicken no. Kiev down? He's there for him. <laughs> <laughs> did you really just sprinkle it? Yeah. Oh, I just... Find it, fucker. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, he's he's searching right now. Um, Sorry, something went wrong. <laughs> correct. 
my fucking my fucking echoes yelling at me. Hold on. Fucking demon in my house is screaming <laughs> at me. Um, Jesse, last week you were talking about the Freedom Five Hundred by Cletus McFarlane. How did that go? So I I still love the concept. The execution wasn't great, and you can it's all up on YouTube now, so you can watch it for yourself. The whole broadcast, start to finish. Um, but I think the fact that they had to limit the people who were there. They had a big um, like entertainment team or whatever that was going to do the broadcast that was going to come out from California to do it. But they weren't able to do that because they had to limit the people because of the virus. And it just it made the broadcast look amateur, to say the least. And then the um, the thing that annoyed me the most was... They had two guys up in the booth calling the race as it happens, like you would. But they were not, and they'd never done this before, and it was very obvious. So I'm assuming it'll only get better from here. But yeah, anytime anything happened, they're both screaming over the top of each other, and no, they're just constantly talking at the same time. So that was annoying. So are they going to, so they're planning on doing this again? Oh, I'm sure. I mean, they didn't buy a racetrack to not use it. Well, people do some stupid shit, so you never know. I mean, I'm I'm starting to watch the when they purchased it. I'm going through like when they've been working on the track right now, mm-hmm. and and then I'm gonna at the end I'm gonna watch the race. And it does sound like he's hoping to uh, bring on YouTubers again and do the race. They constantly have YouTubers coming through the track, like um, Ray, Tyler Ray, Tim Ray. I for, forget the guy's name, but he. He was in second for the longest time and leading the race for the longest time yesterday. But he's a drift guy who does YouTubing with his little Mazda Miata and goes and does drift competitions against professional drift racers who have... And a Miata. And a Miata, and they've got $100,000 into their car, and he's winning. (laughs) Nice. So Nice. Yeah, they got a... I guess the Fix. car doesn't matter then, huh? Well, I mean, he's got he's got a lot of parts into it, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have the budget they've got. Right, sure right. He will well, and I wonder how many of these how many of these professional racers though have have just been doing this for so long and have so much money put into their stuff that they're just relying on that instead of falling back on their basic driving instincts. But the professional drivers they they they're constantly working to stay at the top of their game. Yeah, well, God, I've I've seen some of the the workout routines that they do, and it's like they're doing more workout routines, or harder workout routines, tougher workout routines on them and their pit crew than most fucking professional athletes are doing. So that's that's crazy. Some of the shit they're fucking doing. I was I was watching some special before that was on TV about that, and it was just nuts. So there was they had um, when they started the broadcast or whatever, they had everyone come to the middle of the track, draw a card, and then. That was your random spot that you were starting on the grid and your random car that you were going to get because all these cars were state auction cars. So they didn't want like, oh, Cletus got the best car. No, it's random. Like, it just is what it is. Cletus ended up winning the race. And he said beforehand, it's rigged. He, goes, it's rigged. He, he goes, people were asking him, like, are you going to feel bad if you win this race? He goes, hell no, I'm not going to feel bad. And that was the first thing he said when he got out of the car, too, is hell no, I don't feel bad. I won my own race. Nice. 
Nice. And we, he had one guy um, crashed his car so bad that the wheel was like falling off, and since a couple um, drivers backed out because they weren't able to make it for various reasons. Right. He just ran back into the pits, spray painted a number on the door of a different car, and came back out. <laughs> that's that fantastic. is fucking epic. See, that's shit you're not going to see happen on NASCAR. All right. So the whole thing was it was great. It was just the broadcast wasn't great. And I think that had more to do with one, they moved it up a day because Florida got their shelter in place and they didn't want to break those rules. So they. Right. That went into effect on Friday, and that was when the race was supposed to be. So they moved the race up to Thursday and did it then. And then the fact that they had 30 people total at the track, and 22 of them were drivers. So I was wondering why they moved it up a day. That makes sense. That's that's why they did it. So yeah, yeah I can't right. wait till this is all over and they they're able to continue doing it because I right. love the concept. You know, take a bunch well, of old cars, put nitrous in them, and let a bunch of hooligans go run around the track. Well, now they have a king to dethrone too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was cool too watching some of their different strategies because there was one team like four guys from one YouTube channel. They came with uh, radios in their helmets so they could talk to each other. <laughs> oh, nice. Didn't didn't end up working because only two of them could talk to each other and the other two were just like, it didn't work. But it was fun concept. I think that'll be fun to see the YouTubers come together like that and do something that's like, hopefully they make it like a fundraiser. I'm sure they would. I'm guessing this was more of a... We're going to try our best, but let's see what happens type of deal. Yeah, initial entry sort of thing. <laughs> I wonder if he recouped his money from buying the track and buying the cars and all that from the pay-per-view. Well, I'm sh- he's got a huge uh, subscriber count, so I'm sure he's making a ton of money. And then he's got all t- a bunch of sponsors, too. Right, right. So, yeah, it was it was entertaining. Yeah. I caught um on that same sort of vein. I, kinda, I caught a couple clips of that iRacing that we were talking about last week, too. Dude, that shit, that shit's pretty pretty cool. I was only able to catch a little bits and pieces here and there, and then I was just like, kind of got sidetracked. Um, but man, I'm gonna have to catch up back on that. Um, I just, I want to get into more of the, I want to watch more of the stuff where it's not just circling a track, because that's the whole reason I hate NASCAR is because I can't, I can't stand just that left turn, another left turn, another left turn. So I, right before we jumped into this call, I was watching. Um... Dale Jr. and Kyle Busch talking about this iRacing stuff. And Kyle Busch had never done the iRacing until they canceled the season this year. And Dale Jr. has been doing it for a long time. He's like, I know it's a big difference between the first race and the second race with you, Kyle. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> now that he's used to it? <laughs> well, he's, he's better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. So how many, how many of these NASCAR drivers have actually like gone over to iRacing now? From what I figure, um, it, it's got to be like half, but I have no idea. I, really? I it you think it's that high, huh? But they're doing their own, like on every other Tuesday, you've got the professional iRacing League, which has the pro iRacers in their own league. And then on Sundays, you've got the NASCAR ones and then iRacers that they invited. Like last week, um, Tim Hill won the race. And, like, you've got Denny Hamlin doing his sim racing in a $40,000 sim rig. And then 
Tim Hill, who won the race, has a regular Thrustmaster <laughs> steering wheel and one PC screen in front of him. <laughs> so there's a vast difference. What's nice about that is that it's showing that esports in general should be taken seriously because it shows that it does take some skill. Jesse, I think, mentioned it last week about you know a lot of these esports communities need to really take take hold of this time and like jump into it a little bit harder than they have been. I mean, they've been growing pretty quickly either way, but now is a good time to capitalize on it and say, listen, everybody's at home. Everybody's online. You might as well do this now because you ain't going outdoors for shit. So get on the computer or get on the console and start playing. There's always been a huge market. What was it like Mm -hmm. eight years ago or something? ESPN two broadcast like league of legends. I think it is. And they got a ton of viewers and then just never did it again. Yeah, I think that I think that the ESPN and those type of channels will definitely take that and run with it, I think. I hope, at least. And with the Timmy Hill winning, which was, I think when he won the race, it said it was like his 650-some-odd iRacing win. Yeah. The, the fact that he's on just one monitor, just a regular off-the-shelf pedal and wheel setup if they market it right will show that you can get into this i racing and get into this pretty cheap and you know you're into you got your wheel and pedal set up for a couple hundred bucks you got your computer set up for a couple hundred bucks and then you're into it and next thing you know you're racing alongside dale earnhardt jr for a few hundred dollars right that's see that 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 whole aspect of it is kind of crazy. I don't know. You, I mean, you, need, you obviously need a rig good enough where you're not gonna lag out of your car. That shit would be hilarious though if you're in the middle of an i racing event and then your fucking internet goes down. I wonder how that would look. I know Has how that happens. Looks. Oh, it their connection is bad all the time. So uh, oh, you'll hear them like if you ever watched any live where you're like um, watching a specific driver or something, which I did like two years ago. And they'd be sitting there going, hey, number 23, you're blinking. And their car is blinking okay. on the track. Oh. Like, they can see them, and then they can't see them. Then they can see them, and <laughs> they can't see them. And they're like, you want to just, like, get way up high so I'm not going to hit you? Because I can't see you. <laughs> That's funny. If you just, like, you go to you go to tap them, and they, they blink out of existence during that, you just drive straight through. Or yeah, and they blink back, and they're hitting you. You're, yeah. you're in the car, like, in the car, <laughs> in the driver's seat with them. There was one I watched where, like, third place was gone for, like, two seconds, and they came back, and whoever was in fourth place almost nailed him. You could definitely see that happen. Well, that's kind of cool, then. I'm glad that that went decently well, and uh, we'll see how the next one goes and see if anybody's able to beat Cletus now that uh, now that everybody has a feel for what's going on and now that they are all been gotten used to driving those cars. So hopefully next time they'll have a full... Um, a full spread too, instead of having to have some people left out of there. Do you do you know when they're planning on the next one? I don't think they have that planned. Okay. You know, I think it's this was planned before the the virus lockdowns and stuff all happened, and they just right did their best just to keep it going because like Cletus is like America needs this. <laughs> so that's this is this is what America needs. <laughs> <laughs> If you watch his uh, videos, that's that's yeah, he is that guy. Oh yeah, yeah hell yeah, brother. brother. Uh, <laughs> speaking of things America needs or doesn't need, uh, oh god, yeah, Dave. So we <laughs> we tasked you with 
watching something that I refused to watch. And that Liza started watching it and went, what the fuck is this? And shut it off. And yep. Jesse, I'm assuming you didn't watch it, but I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming Jen might have watched it. No, I watched it. Jen refused to watch it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, this yeah. is fabulous. Well, then you can kind of speak to whatever Dave's going to say here. But Dave, why don't you give us your review on Tiger King? Fuck. Um, <laughs> is that it? Is that the whole review right there? Just <laughs> That's it. Fuck. That's really it. Uh, <laughs> I'll say, I, I started the first episode, and we kind of, my Emma and I started watching it as a, like, all right, everyone says to watch it. We're stuck at home. What else we're going to do? And the first episode ended, and we both looked at each other and did the, what the fuck did we just watch? And yeah. now we we got hooked. And basically, it's the story of Joe Exotic. It's actually a documentary. And he is the owner, or I should say he was the owner, of Greater Winewood Exotic Animal Park in Oklahoma. Okay. He bred 200-plus tigers. What's I mean, the they thing? had a lot of animals. They had more than just tigers. They had gators and snakes and all that other crap. What's this guy's yeah. name? He goes by Joe Exotic. Basically, the gist of it is, is he's a, a gay man who married two men who are both younger than him by like 15, 20 years younger and than him. And straight. <laughs> and straight. Both of them were straight. Wait, what? Uh, just Okay, hold me. on. Okay, I'm listening. So one of them was an ex-convict who was addicted to meth. And then his second love was a young gentleman. I think he was 19, and Joe was, what, 40-something, 50-something? All right. Yeah, it's following his story of how he came to go to jail for 22 years, I think is what he went to jail for. He constantly said he was going to try and kill a woman by the name of Carol Baskin, who owned a... A uh, big cat rescue. Her husband, who is a multimillionaire, disappeared the day after she was told that he was going to divorce her. She, she went off the deep end. She basically became, took all the money and used it for her big cat rescue. I thought she had things. changed everything before that happened because she oh, was yeah, already right. the executor and she was already married. So she started putting everything into other people's names and or her name and just moving everything around. Basically, every shady thing you could think of that makes it look like she's going to murder him or that he was going to disappear, it looked like that. And her previous marriage was to another man. I forget his name. He died unexpectedly, and they're not sure what happened to him. What was the name of the third the third character, the other guy down in... Uh... Prince William, the guy who looks like oh, the... No, 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 not the what? guy who was on Epstein's Island. The... <laughs> <laughs> the guy who had the seven wives. There's three How do they have characters. all these wives and husbands? There's, and There's three characters. One's an openly gay man who has a blonde mullet and a Fu Manchu mustache and has two husbands. Another and that's so exotic. Yeah, yeah, another one, he he has elephants and a bunch of tigers in a different state, and he's got seven wives, and they're basically hinting that it's a cult. And then the third one is this woman who claims to be trying to rescue the cats, but she's using all her cats to make money and have them in actually worse cages than the other two guys who she's trying to make illegal for them to own the cats. So Carol we... Baskin has a big cat rescue. Yep. Joe Exotic had GW Zoo. Yep. And then Bagavan Antle? That's the one. That's the third guy, Myrtle Beach Safari. I so, love that guy. Bagavan Antle. What where are these fucking names coming from? 
But wait, look up why he's called Doc. So he's called, if you did see that. Doc? Who's called Doc? Bag of Antle? Doc Antle. Doc Antle. Doc Antle. Is he an actual like doctor him. or no? Uh, holistic. Holistic. Oh, doctor. holistic medicine. Holistic medicine doctor. <laughs> oh. Oh. And he's so, so he... essentially just like rubs essential oils on the, the tiger's asshole or what, what happens? No, all of his women. So he's got seven wives, apparently. All of different ages. Basically tries to get them as young as possible. It gets worse and worse. Every episode gets goes down this weird-ass rabbit hole. So you're like, what the fuck am I watching? Well, it's like watching it... a car wreck. You can't turn away. You have to watch. <clears throat> I feel bad for Joe because I think he was set up. <laughs> you think any of them thought that they were going to look good in this with his documentary? Oh. No, like, I don't. I, I honestly think Carol thought, like, oh, yeah, this is going to be good for, for my big cat rescue and everything. And then when it came out, she went, oh, I look like a murdering bitch on this show. <laughs> She's actually trying to. I, I think she was trying to start a lawsuit against. Well, because you know, that's Carol Baskin does lawsuits, but Carol, I think, is trying to do a lawsuit against Netflix for producing this now, <laughs> saying that they glorified the issues and made her look uh, uncredible or something like that. I forget the exact, but yeah, it's like she's actually very upset with how she was looked at. And it's like they literally just said what happened and you are giving it to them. They didn't have to do shit. <laughs> Yeah, you could tell from day one. I'm like, oh, this she's going to hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about my favorite part of that goddamn show, though. The Jeff? fact that Joe Exotic ran for oh. fucking president in 2016. Oh, what? <laughs> he ran for fucking president, and he oh, got God. this campaign manager, and he ran as a libertarian. And the, <laughs> the campaign manager's like, Oh, no, he ran for li- as a libertarian in the governor's race in 2018. He ran as an independent in the presidential race in 2019 or 2016. He embezzled a bunch of money from his new partner to buy campaign stuff. And his campaign stuff was his picture on a condom. <laughs> that oh was what, what was the motto? So that's if, why he's in jail right now or what? Uh, no, he's in no. jail for trying to uh, hire a hitman for to kill Beryl, Carol Baskin. Beryl Caskins, huh? Feral. She's a <laughs> feral cat. Feral Barrel Caskins. So, yeah. so he runs for president, doesn't win, decides he's going to run for governor of his state, runs as a libertarian. His campaign manager's like, Joe doesn't even know what a fucking libertarian is, but that's what he's running as. What's a libertarian? Those are the ones that don't like government, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I have yeah, no they, idea what he sounds like. This is what I'm guessing based on how he looks like. So no, the, you got it right. You got it right. Okay. No, but as, <laughs> he doesn't even know why he started working for him. That's funny. Yeah, they just wanted less control. <laughs> yeah, it was so, the whole thing was funny. So Tiger King's just a whole bunch of fucking just just fucked up shit. Just whole it's bunch awesome. of crazy. Okay, I no, I you, still I'm still not gonna watch it. But either way, to. I'm glad that you guys enjoyed this. Um, I can't. <laughs> I can't bring myself to watch this just because I just there's enough crazy going on in the world without me adding to more of it. Uh, not adding, it's already there. You're just no, watching. I don't. Cars. I don't need to invite any more of that car wreck into my life. All right, <laughs> the car wreck we call 2020. <laughs> I'm just. I'm good. So. Um. All right. Well, fun. Okay. So, Freedom 500, we got the update. Tiger King, we got the update. That's. <laughs> what the fuck. Oh man. Um, so some good news, um, uh, just wanted to toss out a quick thing. Um, Winnebago industries is, uh, along with, um, a whole shit ton of places. So Winnebago, 
um, Thalia, who normally makes like capos and musical instrument accessories, um, along with a whole bunch of other companies, are are making PPE now for this whole coronavirus effort of the COVID nineteen lockdown, and because with everybody running out of uh, the personal protective equipment, um, a lot of companies have been stepping up. So you know, I read that the other day about Winnebago they they shut down their Iowa facility, and they have. Um, a portion of that facility is called Stitchcraft. It's where they make, you know, they do all the sewing and for all their all their fabric stuff that goes into the Winnebago's. Um, and the people that normally work at Stitchcraft making seats and cushions and and all that, and now they're making face masks and they're donating them to um, the different hospitals in the area. And I can't remember where where they sent. They just sent a shipment of six thousand, the first shipment of six thousand to one of the local hospitals. So that's cool. That's cool. um, and then, yeah, so a lot of people are really kind of stepping up and, and starting to sew those and make those. And then Thalia, the reason I, um, their capos are amazing. I love their capos for, for the guitar. Um, so I got an email in my inbox, obviously, um, from them, like the normal mailer. But this one is about their Thalia box, which is basically their version of a PPE box or a, um, an intubation box. It's kind of cool. If you don't know what an intubation box is, Google it. You can see, or just go to thaliabox.com and you can see it on there. Um, but basically, it helps when a doctor is intubating a patient that has COVID-19. Um, they're in direct, um, direct, the direct field of fire from that patient. So now this box, basically, it's like a plexiglass box, medical grade plexiglass that sits over the patient. And it's kind of angled and it's got two holes for the for the, the physician to put their arms in so they can intubate them without while have that like like a sneeze guard, basically, that's fully enclosed so that it doesn't just get right up in their face. Because a lot of the doctors now and nurses are starting to get sick. And if they get sick, that's less people to help everyone else get better. So anything that uh, anything that these companies are doing is fantastic. And a lot of the companies too have site have links on their sites where you can go there and donate. Um, like you can donate a Thalia box um, or a pair of them or um, donate masks that these companies are making and have them sent to different hospitals or, or medical professionals. So that's cool. So I wanted to mention that real quick. It's nice that all those companies are doing that without the government having to tell them they have to do it. Yeah. They're yeah, just that's doing cool. it. Right. They're stepping up. I mean, it's, this is, right. it's affecting everyone's community. It's there, there isn't any part of this country that isn't being touched by this. So Any part uh, of this world. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Antarctica, sorry. Yeah. Well, you would think that. However, um, <laughs> I was saying, well, it's, and it might not, you know, obviously there's, there's, there's not a spread in Antarctica right now, but there are researchers that go to Antarctica and they'll stay there for, you know, four or five, six months at a time or longer. Um, there's someone that I went to school with who her and her husband went down to Antarctica to go on a, you know, one of these research trips um, and I'm not sure of the specifics of it, so I'm not going to get into that because I don't want to just speculate. But they're supposed to be down there. And when they got down there it was just about the time that everything started kind of kicking off around the world where they said, hey, we're going to start locking shit down. Now, they got back on the ship. The ship got to Cape Horn and they have been at Cape Horn on the ship since then. And I think this is going on two months now that they've been stuck on a boat because South Africa will not allow, allow anybody to get off the damn ship. <laughs> That's... So we're getting a whole bunch of really cool pictures on Facebook of all the little different animals that they saw when they were in, in Antarctica and then whatever pictures they can take from the boat. So 
it's kind of affecting it's affecting the research being done in Antarctica, but that's I think that's about it right now because everybody that was in Antarctica was like, I need to get the fuck out and get try to get back home. So there's a little bit of impact there. But why yeah. why doesn't Antarctica have any cases of coronavirus? Because it's isolated. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend's uh, been telling me that joke all week. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's hilarious. I, I said that to Liza the other day, and she just kind of gave me this look like, don't. Just don't. Don't. <laughs> I've had, I've, she, she, I think she's had enough of me at this point. I've been giving her a whole shit ton of like really horrible dad jokes. So I still don't have any dad jokes in my repertoire. It's all wildly inappropriate comments. That's, that's a lot of mine. That's a lot of <laughs> See my dad and my dad's dad jokes. Okay, I'll put it this way. So my grandfather, I he never told a dad joke. He just always told like trucker jokes. So, <laughs> so all the jokes, inappropriate. Yes. So all the jokes <laughs> I learned from my grandpa were like, yeah, you're obviously you were obviously a tandem truck driver, uh, because most of the jokes like the punchlines would be like referring to like a boat versus a wife. Um, that's a whole other story. I'm not telling that joke on here, but. Either way, <laughs> I just get okay. <laughs> all the jokes my grandfather told me were, all the jokes he told me were always really inappropriate, and I was still young when he was telling me. So I would like say them back, and my parents, my mom would look at me like, "Where did you hear that from?" <laughs> Grandpa told me. Like, oh, he did. <laughs> I mean, got grandpa in trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely got grandpa in trouble a couple times for that one. My dad just told the ones that. That would make my mom kind of look at me and go, don't say that. Just stupid shit like that I still tell Liza. Like, we'll drive by a cemetery. I'd be like, you know how many people live in there? And all like, of them. I'd be like, none. They're all dead. <gasps> and she looks well, at me like, that's horrible. I always I hear, like, you know how many people are dead in there? <laughs> all of them. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> or you get the, uh, you know why they have a fence around cemeteries? Because people are just dying to get in. <laughs> Uh, I told you they're terrible. They're terrible jokes. They... I actually got a calendar. Uh, one of my fr- one of our friends uh, gave me a calendar uh, for uh, a one jo- dad joke a day. So I, I'm now keeping oh, them at work, and so I get oh, one no. a day. It's a little tear off calendar. Yeah, one of those. My favorite one is still. What do you call a man who won't fart in public? Private tutor. Oh Jesus! That's no. your favorite one. How is there that a... your favorite? There's got to be better. They're appropriate. They're appropriate ones. So oh, the appropriate ones are no fun. You got to get the really inappropriate ones going. You need the ones where if you told them in public, you might get fired. <laughs> Daniel <What>? Tosh style. <laughs> Not that fired. <laughs> That's, you don't want that. You don't want an mo- angry mob coming after you. You just want to. You just want to slightly perturb some folks. Oh man. Ta- okay. So <laughs> speaking of speaking of upsetting some people. So when this all started and sports started getting canceled, um, some video games actually got busted because of it. And I, I heard this today and this, I heard this on an old podcast, but I wanted to bring it up because I thought it was hilarious because I didn't know this was a thing. Um, but when, when the NBA got shut down, apparently NBA 2K20 has this feature in the background where it has like a live season going on and it, it oh. reads back from the actual <laughs> live NBA season. Well, when the NBA had no games going on anymore, I guess it just crashed the game. So, That's great. <laughs> so nobody could play this fucking NBA video game because the live feed that was coming in from from the NBA was non-existent and it didn't know how to how to 
handle it. So it's actually breaking video games. Um, actually, hey, Jesse, speaking of video games, did you get your uh, Fallout 4 updated now? No, I haven't. Oh, it's still on the package. You better do that before the internet goes down. I think, I think we'll be fine. I mean, <laughs> it's just going to get easier now because we're coming towards peak. So there's going to be less users because they're going to be dying off. Well, they're gonna be dying now. There's, there's one way to look at it, I suppose. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, we're horrible, horrible people. If I believed in hell, I'd be going there. Bandwidth's getting better. <laughs> the competition on Call of Duty's gotten easier. <laughs> Jesus, I don't know if that's gonna be a thing. It might get, might get harder because all the older ones are dying off, and that's true. All the ones that are isolated are the good ones that are sitting downstairs with their shit buckets they're just sitting down in their mom's basement getting better and better and better making me just making me angry lasagna (laughs) where's my pizza rolls don't you just pizza rolls pizza rolls are in every man food (laughs) someone called them pizza pillows once and i have been calling them that ever since that is a fabulous description they are pizza. They're not rolls. They're they are pillows. They're little they are the pillows. little pillows of of tasty goodness. I, I accept your na- name change. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm running with that from now on. I like that. I like that it name did, change. It didn't originate with me, so. Well, I don't care. We're gonna we're gonna say that it was you. We're gonna claim <laughs> we're gonna claim it for our own RDA podcast labeled labeled uh, naming scheme of pizza pillows. Yeah. Nice pizza pillows by Jesse. Are you making your own pizza pillows? Oh, he is now. We might. I might slap my name on it. You know, it'll be the next George Foreman. You should put your face on it. On each one. No, it don't. Please don't. Face. Do it. That's... Do it. And then why you're toss all... my people and yell, eat me. Why, why are all these pizza rolls hairy? <laughs> I didn't, didn't mean your literal face. Don't, don't rub them on your face before <laughs> handing them to people. We don't need any of that. Well... That was an interesting segue. So, we, I mean, we only have a couple other things to cover. So we're kind of running through these a little bit quicker this week. Um, there's a whole lot of other shit going on in the background that that at least I have to get back to. Um, one of the stories I did want to cover, though, was, you know, there's obviously a lot of crazy bullshit going on right now with, uh, with the pandemic. But this one kind of, this one bugged me. Um, so there's a U.S. Navy captain. Uh, named Captain Brett Crozier, um, who was fired because he asked for help because of a COVID-19 outbreak on his ship. And SecNav decided that that him asking for help was inducing a panic, is how they put it. Now, there were there were some stories where they were speculating, oh, it's because the, you know, his cry for help or his letter for help was not gone through secure means or because it showed up in his hometown paper. Um, but Seknev is very adamant that that's not the reason why it was because he was inducing a panic by asking for help. Now, I think the better, he should have just stuck to the reasoning of him using an unsecured line because that, that's the only thing that semi makes some sense. But at the same time, you have somebody here who is in charge of, of a large number of lives directly under his command and especially being on, 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 something like a military vessel that everyone is living in very close quarters. I think inciting panic is more if you don't ask for help in a situation like that, where everybody's getting sick very, very quickly because they're, they're living on top of each other. 
So I'm not quite sure what Sekna was was asking for him to do or how he would want him to 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 approach this because it seems just asking for help, even though they ended up going and giving them help, but asking for help, that act seemed they said was inducing panic. Isn't so, the idea of being a captain of a big boat, isn't that kind of part of your job? It's a ship, first of all. This is the oh, Navy, sh- all right? I apologize. So they're not on a dinghy. This is a ship. I apologize um, for the terms. You should be sorry. Yeah, he's... he's For any somewhere. military... What's that? <laughs> Could be a submarine. Could be a submarine. This vessel. But it's not. It's a ship. Um, but he's still, he's, yeah, the, one of the number one jobs of a military leader is troop welfare. That, I mean, that's, that, he was doing his job. And he's being, he's being cheered by those under his command and those that aren't under his command just for him being, able, you know, reaching out and saying, hey, this shit's going on. We need help. Um, I mean, I, I haven't. I haven't talked to or heard of any other military person out there saying anything otherwise than being like, what the fuck? Cause it's it, the whole thing's just a whole bunch of bullshit of, of SecNav trying to save face. It seems to me, it's just a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of bullshit where they were, it seems like they might, this guy might've pissed somebody off beforehand and they were just looking for an excuse, but that's just, that's purely speculation on my part. So I don't know. I wish we had, uh, I wish we had some other military folks on here so they could actually like weigh in on it. Either way, I wanted to mention it because I saw that and I was a little kind of like, what the fuck at first. And the more I read, the more what the fuck I was about it. So <laughs> hopefully just, that has a better outcome. I hope so. Cause like when you uh, sent it to me, I read it. I, the first thing I said to you was, isn't that the job that should be number one? Like you should be caring for the welfare of who's below you. <laughs> You're muted, Dave. I was muted. <laughs> I could see his lips moving, but <laughs> nothing was coming out. Today's a fucking can... day, right? Yeah. I don't even remember what I said in response to that at this point now, but everything's fucky. So hopefully, hopefully it has a better outcome. So I think we only had one other thing to cover, um, unless you guys have any other additions. But the guy who's been in charge of this whole outbreak of not not of the outbreak, I should say that again. <laughs> he, he didn't fucking the guy's cause spreading it. it. <laughs> yeah, this this motherfucker. Um, the guy stop who is babies, right? Jesus, stop, stop shaking people's hands and sticking your face in their face. And, um, so no, the reason I wanted to bring this up, this other topic was because I've seen this a lot with people, people are starting to attack these medical workers and people are starting to, there are death threats going to Dr. Fauci, who's, you know, the nation's leading immunologist. You know, we've everybody seen him on TV talking about what we should be doing and what we shouldn't be doing. And he's on the on the team that's that's dealing with this whole thing. But it's not just him. I mean, now it's it's severe with him because he has a a security team that just to keep him safe, which is ridiculous. Um, Not ridiculous that he has one, but ridiculous that he needs to have one. But then there's also reports of of healthcare workers that are going to, you know, going home, you know, and on their way home, they'll stop to get gas and they're being attacked at the gas pumps. They're being attacked if they're trying to go into a store because they're wearing scrubs. And so people are freaking out and panicking and attacking them because they're like, don't come near us. You shouldn't be here. Get out of here. And attacking these healthcare workers. Like what the fuck is wrong with people? 
I feel yep. like if you didn't want them near you, you wouldn't want to attack them because then you're just getting closer to them. Right? And get, it's like getting all fluidy. Yeah, don't come in here. I'm just going to put you in a headlock to, to make my point. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And that, I mean, that's fucking ridiculous, dude. I, well, for one, and there's there's like veterinarians getting attacked too because they wear scrubs, you know. <laughs> so like they're getting Running attacked. Away. For... I deal with your dog. Yeah, Stop like, this! I... What the fuck is happening? Like, okay, if you're, I don't know who we have listening to this, but if anybody listening to this is one of those people that are attacking or 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 screaming at these healthcare workers, um, for trying to live a normal life i mean if any if there's anybody that's going to be more safely dealing with what's happening it's going to be them so worry about your own ass fucking why the fuck are you out at the goddamn store in the first place because you should be home don't go attacking these fucking medical workers it's 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 just stupid that i even have to say that or that anybody has to say that but with that said we appreciate you listening we do yeah (laughs) Unless you're attacking healthcare <laughs> workers, then go fuck yourself. That's that's my view on it. If you're well, going to attack the people listen. that are trying to help us, thank you for listening, but go fuck yourself. I just, I don't, <laughs> I honestly don't get it. Like, these people are trying to just do their job. And part of their job in a lot of cases are dealing with people with, you know, this particular issue yeah. going on. And they're co- trying to go home after probably one of the most stressful fucking days they've had. And they're going to do it again the next and again the next and they're, they're doing it just to get everything running again like that's their job is to keep help people and just leave them the fuck alone they're working 12 14 hour days right now if not longer because there's not enough people they're trying they're asking retired medical workers to like please come come oh, yeah. back help yep retired medical workers both civilian and military they're asking for the the specifically for military or former military that that were medical, are in the medical field, any medical field to to re up to you know to re enlist to do that, um, yeah. And like my um, my mother works in a hospital, and she was just telling me today that they have you know the dorms that they're going to start asking, or I don't know if she said requiring or asking um, the staff to stay in those dorms or offering that for them so they don't have to go home and like potentially spread this to to family. So. It's just crazy. Like this whole thing is just crazy. With all that said, um, we really should have flipped God. these topics. Like had the bummer stuff at the beginning, and then had the light stuff at the end. Yeah, yeah, we really should have, but we didn't. We're gonna sign off, and I'm gonna be all sad. I know, right? No, we'll do some editing. Well, we do have one more, one more quick thing, to, ladies and gentlemen. Throughout this difficult time, the world has seen many lives lost to COVID-19 pandemic, and we here at the RDA podcast like to take a moment to recite a short poem. In honor of one of those lights that has been extinguished, even though Dave has no idea who he is. We hope these words of inspiration will help some of you through whatever tough situation you may find yourself in today. Jesse, why don't you start us off? Well, I got my first truck when I was three. Drove 100,000 miles on my knees. I hauled marbles and rocks and thought twice before. I hauled a Barbie doll bed for the girl next door. She tried to pay me with a kiss, and I began to understand. There's something women like about a pickup man. Thank you all for letting us get out those beautiful words from Mr. Joe Diffie. Remember, don't be stupid. Don't be an asshole. If it's your birthday out there, then happy birthday. 
and we'll see you next time. Well, I got my first truck when I was three. Drove a hundred thousand miles on my knees. Hauled marbles and rocks and thought twice before. I hauled a Barbie doll bed for the girl next door. She tried to pay me with a kiss and I began to understand. There's something women like about a pickup man. When I turned 16, I saved a few hundred bucks.